1: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out our other podcast, High School Hoops, the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, uh, Funnelled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then... Uh, Pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out download all of them um but uh and leave a five-star review we love that uh but we would like to give a shout out to our two sponsors first of all dr dish um they we don't i i believe in this i believe i don't have a lot of sponsors um that i talk about and dr dish is one of them i believe in this machine it is great it has helped our team um you mentioned coach unplugged and they'll give you $400 off. That's all. That That's probably the best compliment I can give is a lot of people approach me about, uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Dr. Dish, I believe in them some, so much that, um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles, um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. Coach, can you hear me? I'm you Great. Awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for adjusting my <laughs> my wife made plans and I didn't know about it. So
0: I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So do uh, you care if I just start ripping through them?
1: Nope. Go. Go. Okay. Perfect.
0: So um, on our we just run a ball screen offense. So I wanted to ask your advice. So what I'm doing this next year is this person's going to pass to this side. And then he's going to go hang out here in the deep corner, and then they're going to run a ball screen over here on this side.
1: Okay, so have, what happens if I deny that wing?
0: Uh, I have this guy cut through, and then he just dribbles over here and just run a ball screen off of a dribble.
1: Okay, perfect. Yep, ball. We we call that ball entry. Yep, yep. That's perfect. Yep.
0: So on the other side, my question is: is these guys instead of these two guys just spotting out?
1: Yeah, they got to do. And- they got to do something.
0: That was my question. Is should they down screen or back screen? What would you suggest? Going
1: I, I would. On? I would. I would. I would. Um, I'd do a flare. So I'd have the guy in the block come and set a back screen. Okay. Like that, real high, because you want to keep the paint open as much as you can, and then have him flare to the corner, and then that guy pop ready to shoot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So you know, okay. I, you you really don't want them cutting into the paint because you want that paint area open. Okay. Um, because then all of a sudden look at all that space look, look so look where they are now right there's a guy in the corner there's a guy up high there's a ball screen and then they got to deal with the other guy in the corner so you, you're going to be amazed by how much space it's going to be available there okay. um the problem i've had with that is they roll into the paint on that back screen and then it wow. so up get them to the
0: clear top. out yeah, okay.
1: flare and be ready to shoot you sell it to them by hey, you're gonna be able to shoot a three on that drive because they can kick right or they can kick out to you.
0: Right. Yeah, I was just thinking because the help when these guys are just standing, these guys are just helping. Yeah. And the fact yep, the yep. Just...
1: and the thing is the thing is the thing is when the ball is on that wing there, um the 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 guy that's the guy that's setting the back screen will be open initially, but once they get into the deep part of it, the middle part of the paint. Then it'll be you'll be able to kick both directions.
0: Okay, perfect. Uh, the other thing I was to ask is uh, we we like to run one three one. I don't have any big guys; they're all uh, maybe between six to six two. Uh, we it worked really well last year. Okay, so we had good success. Uh, but I have one uh, guard who's about five ten. I, I was just wondering your thought. I know the traditional thing is to put your little guy here in the back, but I was wondering about maybe putting him here.
1: Yep, yep, yep. That works. So I have
0: better rebounders.
1: Yep, that works. You're saying put them in the middle part. Yeah, just to front, the front
0: over yep. there.
1: So, so here's here's the reason I've done that in the past too. Is they can't be really tiny, um, yeah, yeah. but they can. You know, you're not going to do as much. Kids aren't, especially now. Kids aren't going to even if they catch it there, they're not going to do as much harm as. Yeah. So I think that's a good move. Just tell them to front that. They got to try to front that at all times and make it hard to get the ball into that high post. Okay. Yeah. Right.
0: Cool. All right. So, uh, this, this is kind of the crust of my other question is, so I just want to kind of end the game stuff. I want to get your thoughts. So in, in my mind, I'm thinking one to three seconds and we have to go full court is that I, I'm going to throw the ball. So here's how I want to get your thoughts on this. So uh, I have a player here, here, I have two guys here, one guy here. Yep. So this base, this guy here is going to, if this guy can run the baseline, he's going to come across here and maybe if we need to, he might try to step in and take a charge. If there's maybe one second left, just, you know, if we need to have a a hill Mary where he can shoot a free throw. Yep. But otherwise it just kind of opens this guy to make the throw. And then this guy, these two guys are going to go screen down. He's going to come up to the top and then I'm going to have one guy come over here. One guy come over here. So ideally you get the ball in here and he has this guy or this guy to throw it to. You with me?
1: Yeah, I am. I like that. Um, let me think. Um, I mean, ideally, if
0: this guy catches it here, this is my shooter. He's coming this way. Yeah, you got to work on. You got to
1: You got to practice that a little bit. Um, in the sense that that throw is harder than you think. Um, and is one to three means if it's three, they got maybe a dribble and they got to let it go. Um, yeah, I like that. I like I like the spots that everybody's at. I'm just trying to. I'm thinking out loud here that I think you really got to figure out the the key to those long ones is you got to have somebody that can throw the ball. (laughs) So hopefully I got a quarterback or a baseball player, somebody that can actually put it on a dime. And then um, you got to have somebody that can go get it. Cause it's like, it's like the, it's like the hail Mary at the end of the football game. It's just this cluster. Um, So on that, you can even work on tipping it. Like yeah, if everyone
0: tip it to this other guy. Yeah.
1: Right? So that but you gotta practice that because right. that's not intuitive at all. Like if there so sometimes I'll do a drill like that where I'll have three guys on that guy that's coming up to get it, and then he's mm-hmm. working on just kind of like doing a volleyball tip. Um but no, I like the locations and I like all that. I mean but, to be honest with you, it works about five percent of the time.
0: Right. So with three seconds though is should I make it a general rule, just in my head, one to two seconds, or no? At, I think three, three seconds
1: the, the rule of thumb is a dribble a second. So if there's three seconds, they got the ball, and if you only need a two, they still got time to put the ball on the floor. Um, anywhere between that one, two, three, you're just, you're you're throwing it up and hoping. It's okay. like I got to get in the end zone at the end. Okay. You know, it, how often does it happen? But I practice it because you never know. Yeah.
0: Okay, so four to six seconds. The general rule is that um, we have four guys lined up here. So these two guys screen for this guy. He curls. He gets the other guy. He curls at the same time. I have this guy leaves off the bat to circle here, and if necessary, he might give this guy a screen just in mid court to make him make a decision if necessary. Yeah. Uh, you know, Are you trying? To, so
1: so here's my question to you: With so you're going the full length of the court with about. Four to six seconds. seconds. Yeah. Do you do you, the, the so you got to have more than one scenario here because sometimes you can get it over half court and then run a quick hitter out of side out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? So my that's actually a good point. So my thought was that very first play that
0: I that I drew up, my first idea if I have a timeout is throw it, call a timeout, run a half court play.
1: Yeah. If it's three, if it's one, no. If it's one or even two, you might as well just. Maybe, maybe with two, you, you, but the problem is you got to assume they're going to stop the clock. You got to assume there's a lot of assumptions with one or two seconds that you have to, that everything has to work exactly right. Three seconds. I would say, yeah, you can make you it. You call timeout. We called it. We grabbed it. You tell the official, as soon as we get it, we call a timeout. Um, one and two is
0: tough. Once, Think
1: about it. Try it. Try yeah. it. With somebody running the clock, try it. It's hard. Um, okay. Because... You don't know how much – and the thing is, then you have to literally have – you have to have a quick hit, a side out of bounds play that you know that you're going to score on.
0: Right. Okay.
1: You know what I mean? Right. Um, like, I'm saying with six seconds to go, it take, maybe you grab it two dribbles, you get it over half court. There's, and you tell them, if you got a lane or you got a wide open, then go. But if not, we're going to take one. Like, they'll know if they're getting pressure not able to do it. Right. Um, but I'm just saying if you get the ball at half at, at three court, at half court and can run a quick hitter with four seconds to go, that's a lot of time. That's three dribbles once the ball gets in. Um, so oh, that that was my only thing with that. You're you're drawing this up saying you're going.
0: Right. So are you thinking with four to six? So my, my thought with four to six seconds, if they sit back and they don't put pressure, you just roll it to the point guard. You run a Yeah, I'm hit.
1: gonna two two one you. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna press you. I'm gonna. gonna So that's what I'm
0: saying. I need to get. You need to get movement.
1: So that's why I think that's good. Everything you did is good because it's like it's a chess. We're we're playing chess is what we're doing right now. So you you're you're doing that. I'm coming to my timeout and going. Okay, I got four to six. If I can take three or four to them to even get it over half court. So I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pick you up soft full court man. Or I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna pick you up two, two, one, full court, man, soft, um, just to try to take three. I'm clock is the, is my enemy at this point more than you. Right. Okay.
0: So I guess this would lead, and this will probably answer my question on my thought process. So in my mind, I'm thinking seven seconds or more, I can simply do an inbounds play like, um, uh, you know, maybe, here, this guy goes here, this guy goes here, he screens, he comes yep, to the I ball. like
1: that one. I used okay, that one. Okay, so,
0: yep. uh, yeah, I think that's one you showed me. Yeah. So, with seven seconds, that's plenty of time to get the ball in and run a quick hitter, right?
1: Ten seconds is definitely enough for a quick hitter. Um, it's got to be, there can't be a lot of movement with it, because think about it. So, he catches that. He's going to get it over half court at about four. Right. It's three dribbles. So seven seconds.
0: Is that possible?
1: Uh, that's hard, unless it's unless you're just going low one four and you're letting the the guy that has the ball just go.
0: Okay. Uh, that's a the the quick hitter is basically he comes down. This guy breaks down here. This guy sets a screen. Yep. This guy drops. This guy
1: pops. So it should be a pretty quick shot. And it should be. I mean, the thing is, you 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 have to try it too on the court, but. I'd say sevens on the low end as amount as time that you need. Okay. Another bit of advice, this is even from an old dog, is I would have I use I use magnets. So what I have is I have a clear transparency with all the plays, like you know, the old, you know, you used to have overheads. Mm-hmm. So I have a transparency with all of these in permanent marker drawn, and I put it down and I and I use my magnets. You're using that, which is fine. So what I would do is I would literally have these all drawn up, ready to go. Okay. Like, because you don't want to be thinking about like, go here, go here, go here. You want to be thinking, John, you're one, you go here. You want it big and bright and even maybe bigger than you want them. On, like every, you want your, here's my three quick hitters for less than three seconds. Here's my three quick hitters for less than five and drawn out, ready to go so that you don't have to like you just grab it and put it there and you're ready to go because that minute is going to go really fast for you right okay if you try to do what you did with me by the time they get over they get seated you draw it up you show it to them they're buzzing you already so um i would just once you kind of figure out which ones you want get them drawn up and have them ready and then when you're practicing them in practice I do it like okay give me a minute if somebody one of the guys or something give me a minute on the clock and I and I literally run a timeout like I have a minute cuz I have to cuz you have to practice that feel cuz the adrenaline's going to be flowing right <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, it's right. the fog of war is what I refer to it as
0: right so i mean so then i mean is the overall thought process about regarding time is 1 to 3 seconds you got to chunk it um, four to six seconds you might just have to get it and go yep but seven seconds i could set i could do a i'm just wondering if my thought is in the ball
1: yep ball. and again the only part i disagree is maybe seven for a high school game is a little low um for a yeah, quick that might, that that seven that seven eight is that gray area where you might just have to go like you might have it might have to treat it like the three to six second one
0: so maybe, if you're like two to ten, ten, ten
1: seconds you're good
0: Okay. So like if you're a two, two, one press and I'm running these line guys and basically I have I might with that. If seven you have seven seconds,
1: seconds to go, you might not get a shot off.
0: Right. So I might just have to go the guy's screen, just go. But it's in the ballpark. I'll just have to practice. Yeah, that,
1: that that's the, I, I I think your me- I think your thought process is perfect. I just don't I, I know more than ten, you're good. Um right. Because I know you're going to get it over a half quarter. You ain't going to sh- – you know what I'm saying? It's that the fog is nine to seven. You'll have to play with your team and see how you are in the – in the, you know, in so, that situation. But, yeah. So
0: fast. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, and, uh, two, two other questions. Um, okay. So w- one other question is, it, say I do get it. Maybe I throw it here. I get a timeout or whatever. It's the end of the game and I'm doing a sideline out of bounds. Do you move your box up? according to where the out of bounds is for example so like if we usually run a box set for the
1: end of game or whatever i do i line them up according to the guy you just got to be really careful with the half court line if as long as your play doesn't have anything where they're catching it you know what i'm saying you got to just be careful the half court line but other than that yes i like shifting it up
0: whatever screen 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 this guy goes here this guy's here shot shot yep uh, basically but i need to move it up though yes
1: okay. yes okay. um and then i would work on you know setting how how you want them setting screens in those um in those kind of situations you know because that's what what happens is they don't tend to set screens well in those situations <laughs>
0: You know, just when, just in a game, or when I'm moving. No, out? in
1: those kind of situations, at the end, it tends they tend to go too fast, and they tend to be interchanges rather than screens. Again, their their adrenaline. First of all, teenage boys' adrenaline is already off the scale, but in situations that are close, end of the game, they forget everything. So you really got to make sure you're talking to the guys about setting proper screens, because otherwise they. They, they move too fast and they don't set screens is what happens in those situations.
0: Okay. Do you have your, your uh, bench countdown for, for clock? I do. <laughs> I do.
1: And I have the guy throwing it in countdown. And depending on how nervous I am with the officials, I'll say, you're counting. and You get to three, definitely four. You're calling the timeout. Because I'm going to call it two, but I go thousand one, thousand two, thousand three. 1,002, 1,003. Oh, timeout. I don't want it, I don't want any judgment call from the official at that. So point. the
0: inbounder, you're having the inbounder talk in out his loud? head,
1: and I and when we practice it at and when we practice it at in in our gym, I have him count it out loud.
0: I've heard people asking the referee to count out loud. Is that a similar idea? Or it not? is,
1: but I want the, I don't trust the official. Okay. <laughs> so right. I, I just I have seen too many five counts be three and a half counts. You know what I'm saying? So I am literally, and we practice it, I say count, you're counting. And I'm, and I'm, I'm ready to call one too because I can, but I'm making them do it. Like I'll never, I'll always have one for them too, to be honest with you. Um, okay,
0: awesome. Okay, yeah. and, and just the last, and last follow-up of what you're saying. So like at the last couple of seconds, um, say it's four to six, and I'm just having the guys go. You're saying that- You want practice- them
1: curling to go to their strong but- hand too.
0: Okay. Curling. To, yeah. Curling to the the right hand or whatever strong hand they're going. Yep. And I just need to tell them, remind them that, Hey, if you're going, you can get a shot, do it. But if you get jammed up, call timeout.
1: Yep. And two of my players are just over here looking for my son and stuff. And if, if they were still here and I told them, they would tell you a second, a dribble. So if there's four seconds, you got three dribbles and you got to let it go. Right. like. So we I mean literally if they were still here and I asked they would know I I repeat that like a billion times because I can't control it sometimes like if there's 4 seconds you get 3 dribbles and then you got to let it go like I want it up in the air because at least we got a shot at that point.
0: Yeah, I just wonder what the chances are of make that if your chances are better to have the guys shoot a half court because you know we do the half court shooting thing just for fun and like it just seems like i have a couple kids that may it seems like 50 percent, maybe not i maybe know
1: i'm it. telling you but you won't have a shot if you don't take a shot you can't have a shot right well that's what i'm saying is that snack like, i feel
0: it'd almost be better to let them ch- crank one up here than hope that you can catch yeah it action.
1: depends like maybe you're only down one you might get a foul call you might get an and one. I Oh, mean, if you chunk it yeah so it's like you want to let it go, like you want to get as far as deep as you can, and then let it go. Okay. Um, right. But they also have to know that if they get that dribble, you know, if they're at, if if there's four seconds and they've taken three dribbles, they gotta shoot it. They can't pass it. They gotta shoot it.
0: Oh, okay. So they're counting their mind. One, they five, gotta count. They two, and that three. and that
1: again. That's what we're practicing. That. Um, right. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. I never thought about that. Cool. Okay have, have a good dinner yeah whatever yeah bye
1: hey everybody i hope you're enjoying this if you are maybe go over and check out coach collins's other podcasts teacher's side gig and high school hoops um subscribe like leave a five-star review maybe and then uh also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right have a great day sports social podcast network